Vic Naidu, weekdays 12 to 3 p.m. East Coast Radio. Nicole, so you spent many years working in corporate management. Now you're one of the most popular true crime podcasters, I would say in the world, uh, but a very popular true crime podcast in South Africa. You're also an author. You know, we're going to talk about that book as well because the Samurai Killer was released on parole last year. So not sure what your feelings are on that because you were quite integral to that case. I mean, it was played a big mm. part of your career as well. And mm. how does it feel having one of the most successful independent podcasts in South Africa? Sure, it's been incredible. It's It's been a wild, um, relatively short ride, just mm. over four years. But um, yeah, it's it's been incredible. I'm extremely, extremely grateful for, for the support and the success and just the opportunities that I've been given to be able to try and make a difference. And that's it. You really have made a difference, uh, you know, in the true crime space. Mm. I mean, you've allowed for other creators as well to delve Thank in the space. And earlier I mentioned, like, you had spent 20 years in corporate management. How did playing in the true crime space come about? I mean, it's it's quite a pivot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a pivot. Um, yeah, so you know, I was working in corporate management and had decided for various reasons that do come about when you do a you know certain things for a long time that I'd wanted a bit of a change and I've always been creative and wanted to try uh, my hand at a sort of creative entrepreneurship, um, but it was going to be a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. and the podcast was going to be part of that. And the topic of the podcast or the genre being true crime really came from my own interest in true crime. Um, You know, it had to be something that I was going to immerse myself in willingly, um, you know, and be happy to spend a lot of time doing. Um, So that's really where it came from. And then added to that, also seeing how other true crime podcast across the world were actually making a real difference in you know the the communities they operated within yes uh, you authored a book with regards to Monet Harmsa known as the samurai killer how did you get involved in that case so that was an interesting one um you know throughout the years when Monet first came up for parole in 2019 I was contacted by the victim in that case his aunt and she had wanted just some advice on the parole process and that sort of thing and that helped her put her in contact with a few people there Mm. and then later on in 2022 when he was eventually released again it came up on my radar with a publisher who had decided it would be an important story to tell and they'd actually found a podcast that I'd done on the case very early on in the podcast journey and made contacts and that's how it all sort of came together but I'd met along the way quite a few people involved in the case so it all sort of really came together really well in that project I think. And what do you make of the fact that even though psychological assessments say that he was a danger to society he was still released on parole are you allowed to say much on that? Do you have an opinion on that? Yeah, look, I I absolutely do have an opinion, and I I draw my opinion from the opinions of people who are much more qualified than I am, um, you know, who certainly feel that it was a a premature release, and and that, unfortunately, Monet had developed some quite bad habits while he was in prison that he actually didn't have when he went in, which is quite concerning, Um, you know, and I think that speaks to, we definitely have, and I say this a lot, we have a lot of work to do in our parole process to make it 
not just safe for the communities, but also safe for the offenders and helpful for the offenders. Um, because this is, you know, while community safety is important, we're also, in a way, setting these offenders up for a very difficult time when they get out if they're really not ready when they're released. Nicole, I mean, uh, so we know how you started uh, in uh, true crime, uh, the true crime genre. Mm-hmm. You know, you wanted to be in the creative space, but also something that you were passionate about. So you turned this into your project, your passion project. And you've made quite a success out of so we know how you decided to get into true crime but how do you choose the cases so really you know i do both solved and unsolved and the process for choosing either one of those is a bit different um solved cases basically i look for cases that have enough factual information because that's very important to me Mm. so cases that have um you know court documents available to me and that sort of thing and and most importantly stories preferably that people haven't heard before. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's really important to me, those so-called invisible victims that don't get the headlines. Um, and then that feeds into also how I choose the unsolved cases, yeah. which is really when families come forward mm-hmm. and say to me, you know, my family member's case is unsolved, cold, not being investigated. Can you help bring awareness to this case? Yeah, and you just want to help them find closure. So, you know, it's also Absolutely. that part of you. It's, it's the human aspect yeah. that's involved, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Nicole, you are a great storyteller. And of course, when you have a successful podcast such as True Crime South Africa, you need to be a great storyteller. But Thanks. also to be a true, to be to play in the true crime space, do you need mm. to be able to solve a mystery? Do you know how to solve a mystery or a crime? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've learned a lot along the way. And I think my, as I learn, the listeners learn as well. But I do also think that I, I probably entered into this with, a few inherent skills that help. So I love research. I am a very analytical thinker. Um, I'm not a terribly emotionally per- emotional person, so I'm able to look at things in a sort of almost cold and calculated way while still understanding there's human beings behind it. Um, so I think I've become pretty good at that. Whether I think I'd be able to solve a crime, I do tend to prefer to leave that to the professionals, but I think I've learned a few things along the way. Any cases stand out for you? Sure, quite a few. Um, I think in the unsolved ones are always the ones that stay with me, the missing people, the unsolved murders, um, you know, specifically a young man called Connor Isaacs from Cape Town who was, um, uh, you know, he, he lost his life and I chatted to his parents. That was a case that stood out for me. And then also, you know, the missing people cases, because I think those are the greatest mysteries because mm-hmm. we really do not know either way, you know, what have happened to these people. Yes, and can you tell us a little bit about Fanwell Kamalo, someone that I'm also fascinated by? Mm, sure. So that yeah, that was quite a quite a difficult case to cover. And what was interesting about him, I think, is that he was almost one of those people that we don't, you know, we always think we'll know when we see the so-called monster. And I think what happened with Fanwell is we realized that sometimes the people that are capable of very scary things, as as Fanwell was one of the most, you know, prolific um, rape rapists Mm -hmm. in our country, um, he was also a very... A public figure and yeah. someone who no, anyone would never have guessed 
that, that yes, he would have been capable. For our listeners who don't know, he was a, a chef to the to Hollywood stars. I mean, he, mm. he moved in those circles. So you know, absolutely, yeah. It really is a, a fascinating space that you're playing in, Nicole. How do you mm. remove yourself from this? Because sometimes it can be quite traumatic. You know, how do you find peace yeah. when you go to bed at night and to kind of move yeah. away from this very dark space? Because you are playing in a dark space. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. I think I'm I'm blessed with a natural emotional resilience, which I think helps when you do this sort of thing. Um, I've learned to compartmentalize and. And I think just focus on the good, you know, when I'm really, when I'm reading and hearing really horrible things, focus on why I am exposing myself to that. Because, you know, even though the silver lining might be really thin, you know, there is always something good that I'm working towards. So I think it's that sort of focusing on what I need to do to get the the important job done that really gets me through it. Nicole, before we let you go, um, what are some of the biggest cases in KZN that you've covered? Actually, one of my very most popular episodes, probably either number one or two in the ratings mm-hmm. and most popular overall, has came from KZN, and that was the Lotta family murders, yes. um, which happened a, a few years, well, quite a few years ago now. The, the um, perpetrators are out of prison already. And I said that was really, really not just fascinating for me to, to research because of all the psychological elements in it, but I think the public found that case quite interesting. Um, probably, you know, the KZNers could identify with places close by, where they were when it happened. And then that just that whole family element where the danger comes from within, which is quite scary. Nicole, you've mentioned a couple of cases and some of our listeners are listening and they must be so intrigued. We mentioned the samurai killer. We uh, spoke about the chef Kamalo. And now you just mentioned this family in KZN. So you have a lot of popular episodes and you really have a way with your audience and you take them down this journey. Where and how can we find your podcast? Of course, it is the, one of the most successful true crime podcasts in the country. And I, I know where, but I'd like you to let our listeners know. Sure. So uh, you can find True Crime South Africa on Spotify. That's where I listen and on any other podcast platform that you use. There you have it. Nicole Engelbrecht, one of the most prolific, can I say, uh, true crime podcasters. And also she's an author and she authored the book Samurai Sword Murder, the Monet Harmster story. But as you just heard from Nicole herself, tune into True Crime South Africa podcast on Spotify. The Vic Naidu, weekdays 12 to 3 p.m. East Coast Radio.